to No Thank You Next. I'm Megan. And I'm Rachel. And guys, it's no longer Halloween. Nope. You finally made it. (laughs) (laughs) To an episode where we don't reference Halloween. Except right now. Except we do. Except. To tell you that it's over. Yeah, but that's it. But the time change happened, unless you're in other states where it doesn't happen or another country. Right? Arizona doesn't do it, right? No, they don't. No. See, that pays to move to Arizona for that alone. I know. You just never have to deal with it. It's awful. Just awful. It is. We're not farmers. We're not. I don't understand the whole farmer thing anymore. Like, I feel like everybody keeps talking about how it's the farmers. Because it was how they would rotate their crops and how they would take. Like, depends on what they were growing, but what like, they took out, what they were rotating. Yeah. But, like, how is that to defense anymore? It's not. That's why it's pointless yeah. to do it. Well, we voted so that Congress would vote. Congress? No. That our government in California would vote. The Congress? I'm cutting all of this out. <laughs> we're doing we a thing. Congress. We're trying Guys. to get, we're trying to abolish daylight savings time. As Bean would say, daylight saving. <laughs> yeah they're really it doesn't need to be time like you're already speaking daily about save everybody says savings it's like it's your saving time you're saving. daily saving daily Sorry. saving oh that's how i am about shave ice uh, if you call it shaved ice i'm not buying it from you uh, it's shave ice because businesses do call it shaved ice yes i'll call it shaved ice don't you I'm dare don't lie don't why you so it's not shaved ice it's called shave ice it's what it's been called it's what it's called but the ice is shaved but it's shave. It's authentic name. It's authentic true <laughs> but, self is but shave it, ice. It has changed due to not making sense. <laughs> Still, you fight it. Here's your block of ice. <laughs> yeah. Do you want it shaved? Shave it yourself, bitch. <laughs> Here, go shave your ice, bitch. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't know why it's shave and not shaved. Well, I mean, do you guys know why? Tell well, us. I feel all of us have transitioned. Except for <laughs> you. No, all the Hawaiians are on my side. Oh, they are. All the Polynesians are on my side. Oh. Yeah, oh. that's what it is, bro. Fun I mean, facts. I won't die on this hill. I'll allow you no. to have it. You can have it's this fine. one. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> if it means that much to you, yeah, it's yours. It's yours. It's fine. Go ahead. Congratulations Don't worry. on winning that stupid. I'll name the whole episode Shave Ice. Shave Ice. <laughs> it won't even give us each a title. <laughs> just so you can have Nobody this one. Nobody needs to know what we're talking about. You are about. a winner. Everybody just needs to know that it's Shave Ice, okay? Okay. Okay. Anyways, guys, so. Um... Over here with my mug of wine. Like, <laughs> it, it looks, looks like, like you, tea. You do look cozy. I look very cozy. I'm like very like 90s I know. today. I am legit. On a real hunt for like 50 sweaters. Really? It's so hot here, guys. That cannot yes. wear them yet. No. But I'm like legit. 50s like the button up ones? I don't care like what. Like the cardigan sweater. ones? I will get a cardigan. I want a striped crop sweater. Do you remember the cat want- sweater that I had that I wore to work all the fucking time? No. Yeah. I don't remember that sweater. Uh, there, a coworker of ours thought I was wearing uh, chili peppers. I was like, no, they're cats. <laughs> Which is better? <laughs> Both are very cool. Straight up, it was just like a, no, it was just like a silhouette of a cat, but there was like a pattern of them everywhere. I got it from like I don't remember this. I, sweater. I don't even know Ann Taylor Loft. Oh. <laughs> I'm like I'm buying work clothes. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds yeah, right. When right? I first started, it's like I need to buy everything that's work appropriate. appropriate. Yeah, that's for an office. And yeah. I'm like fucking leggings and a long shirt. <laughs> 
Call Go it fuck a day. yourself. So just sit down all day in a cube. Yeah, who cares? Leave me alone. Yeah. Just leave it. Someone asked me today what I, where I was going because I had my laptop case. I was like, to my office. <laughs> to my cubicle. <laughs> to pretend to close your door behind you. <laughs> Here. <laughs> Did you have something you need to say? You can open the door. It's unlocked. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. That's very true. What other? Oh, you know what I was going to talk about is I started watching Castle Rock. Have you heard of it? I've heard of it. Is it on Hulu? Yeah. Okay. I've heard of it. I have not watched it. Yeah. So I started it. We started it the other night. And I was like, oh, I totally have like I went to go open it because mm-hmm. it's been on my queue like to watch. Oh, okay, well I stopped recording, guys. So that's why there's gonna be a a little blip. A blip. Um, <laughs> I put it on my queue last year when it was on, and then I remember I went to it and I literally watched two minutes, mm-hmm. and I like gave up on it. <laughs> but then when we started watching it, I had watched like twenty minutes. Like Hulu lied to me. Oh yeah, and then he was like. Oh, wait, I've seen this whole episode. I was like, is there something fucked up with this show? We're like, you don't remember the shit you watched? (laughs) Like, what the hell? But yeah, so we watched it and I was like super hooked. Oh. It's really good. Very cool. Um, It's a little scary and there's like pop-outs. But it's the guy that plays It. He's like one of the main characters. Bill Uh, Skarsgård? Yeah. Is that his name, Bill? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, He plays like this creepy dude and... Yeah, it's, like, really crazy. Nice. Okay. But, yeah, there's a new season with – I think it's, like, going to be, like, American Horror Story where every season's just disconnected. Okay. But the new one has um, – what's her face from Mean Girls? Um, Jane Sian. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know her real name I know. Either. I forgot her real name. <clears throat> but she's in the second season. And I was like, oh, I really want to watch that. But I didn't know if the first season had anything to do with it. I don't think it does. But anyways – Great show. Gotta check it out. I feel like it's up the alley of everyone that listens to this. Must see. Must be. And I'm always recommending shows, you know. That's true. I started Queer Eye this weekend. Mm -hmm. Are you not as excited about it as you were? Guys, I cannot read subtitles in a show. And, (laughs) like, like, I cannot concentrate when there's subtitles. Oh, okay. Do we talk about this? No. I feel like I talked about this with somebody else then recently, and I was like, I can't do subtitles. Like, I get so distracted. Really? Yeah. I mean, like you're foreign. forced to look at the screen. Well, yeah, but then I'm just reading instead of, like, visually seeing what's happening. But, like, you don't see – I, I mean, I get – multitask. <laughs> I can't. I feel like it's part of my ADD. Like, I can – if I read something, it needs to be dead silent. Oh. Like, if there's music or anything, you know, people will listen to, like, jazz or, like, weird things, like, to study in college or whatever. Yeah. I could never do that. Oh. Like, I cannot multitask See, it helped reading. me concentrate. Yeah. Some people are like that. I, yeah. Yeah. I cannot. So, I found it very difficult to watch them in Japan. Oh, no. And I feel, like, failure. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, there's a whole season of Queer Eye and I just that can't. I'm not watching. Just, I'll read it to you. I'll watch it with you. I'll oh, no. read it to you out loud. And you just watch the oh, show. No. It's just them interviewing because they're still speaking English. Mm-hmm. But it's like when they're talking to the people. I don't know. I feel like a bad person. <laughs> I know. <sighs> so horrible. One in 100 are affected by this. <laughs> <laughs> the subtitle disease. Exactly. Sorry, girl. I wish. You know? I wish I could help you with that. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Because I would. I would. I would watch Queer Eye with you. Thank you. I'm just not interested in it. 
I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's mindless TV. Yeah. But it's like, I love them so much now mm-hmm. that it's like not invested. I mean, what I would imagine Kardashian <laughs> now you have to fans read. feel like. True. Oh, God. But this is less vain, more giving. Right. And inclusive. More helpful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so guys, let us know. Have you been able to get through Queer Eye? Am I a bad person? <laughs> What's going For on? having ADD and not Castle reading. Rock? Goodness. Uh, anyways. Yeah, I got not I got I got no new updates. Okay. Well, I was gonna say something dirty, but my mom listened. <laughs> <laughs> Deleting all of this as well. All of it. All of it. <laughs> all of it, the whole podcast. <laughs> Were you recording? That's it. Throw it in the garbage. No. Starting from scratch. No. (laughs) Welcome back to No Thank You Next. (laughs) I'm just kidding. I'm Rachel and Megan left. (laughs) (laughs) Megan had a panic attack. (laughs) That's it. She's gone. We threw Megan in the garbage. (laughs) She's gone. Oh my God. Oh no. We would never do that. Especially not on an episode where you go first. Oh my we would god! Never. I mean, honestly, I got stories to tell. You got lots of them to tell. Vince keeps asking me why I have a southern voice, and I was like, I don't know. It's a part of me, so get on board. <laughs> <laughs> that is the proper response. Yeah, I was like, I don't know what. <laughs> Girl, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't, honey, you need to get on board. <laughs> I still think my voice sounds irritating as shit what yeah really yeah i still don't like the way that i sound and then i'm like thinking in my everyday life like that's my voice like people (laughs) have to listen to this come out of me all the time i think we hear differently than what we apologies what actually comes out too though which is weird yeah like you might hear something different than what i hear (gasps) isn't that so weird i used to think that about vision i used to think that we saw ourselves completely different than how other people see us well sometimes but, like, I mean completely uh, different. Like, you were an alien, and I was like, you're a normal human girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, mirrors used to trip me out because I'm like, but what if – am I seeing the same thing oh that other gosh. people are seeing? Or are they seeing me, like, does my hair look different? Does my face look different? Are my eyes a different color? Whoa. Is this what people see? Did you break? Or is this only what I see? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did. I had a moment where my brain broke. Oh my gosh. I remember once as a kid, I was walking through the grocery store with my mom and I kept trying to spell TV. And I was like, why can I only, I was like, why can I only say the letters? How do you spell TV? Say the whole word, Megan. (laughs) (laughs) It's like TV. TV is just letters. It just doesn't, does not compute. I I was like fucking killing myself. (laughs) I was like, TV. TV. Like, what is it? Oh, God. My older brother forgot how to spell of when he was writing an essay. Oh, God. He just kept writing it O-V-E until it clicked at the very end that it's O-F. Oh, shit. Yeah. I was like, Jesus. Come on. Sometimes you break. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Like, really intelligent people, they break. Truly. Happens. So let's hear about your broken story. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good segue. Let's jump into a story that's underlined in red all over the place. Oh, God. But you guys don't need to know that. Oh my goodness. I am going to tell you the story of Lisa Lightfoot. We should do one ASMR episode where like we introduce it with like tapping on glass and like whisper the whole episode. I feel like wonder how many people would just like not listen to that episode. (laughs) It's just like zero listeners, that one. Like like, I just don't I couldn't hear you. 
All right. All right. No, so <laughs> For no, real Z's. No South. It's 1985. Lisa is 19 and a bookworm. She is dating Adam and decides Adam is different. So she is going to move in with him after only dating a few short months. That's a bold move. Yep. She wanted to see if they could take it the distance. After only living together a short time, Lisa's brother Joel gets a call from Adam saying that Lisa is missing. It's September 22nd, 1985. She went to the store the night before and hadn't come home. This, of course, this of course isn't like Lisa. And Joel was one of her best friends. Since it's the 80s, Adam never called the police. He just waited all night because, I don't know, maybe she got lost in the frozen section. And he was like, <laughs> she'll be back. I don't know. <laughs> but Lisa's father, after hearing this news, immediately called police and puts in a missing persons report. Now, like me, I'm sure you're thinking, well, that's suspicious as fuck, Adam. Seriously. Hello. Okay. In the 80s, the police worked like snails. Mm-hmm. It's insane when you hear these older stories how slow and how bad these cases were dealt with. Mm -hmm. So police decide to not wait the 48 hours like every other asshole in the world that thought they were runaways Mm -hmm. and decides to take the path that Lisa drove that night. And under a bridge, they find a wallet. And it was Lisa's wallet. They found her ID in there. Mm -hmm. And then they stopped searching. They're like, that's enough evidence. Great day. Good job. Go home. What? Yeah. Uh, They're just like, found enough evidence. Good job, boys. And they like leave the site. Not like you have to find the body. Yeah. Find her. So. Oh my God. I know. So Joel, her brother, is like, well, where did you find the wallet? Yeah. Goes to that location. So it's next to a railroad. And he, being a fucking armchair detective, starts walking along the railroad. And under the bridge, he starts to see little pieces of paper blowing in the wind. And he starts to pick each and every one of them up. And each and every paper has Lisa's name from it name on it. And they were from her purse. So it was like receipts. Okay. So a bunch of paper fell out of her purse. So he's like, okay, I'm on to something. So he keeps walking and following these tiny pieces of paper. Oh, my God. And he makes it to the top of the bridge. He walks away, a ways down, and sees a car. And it's Lisa's car. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. Like, if the police had walked, like, I don't know, half half a a mile. mile. Yes. (laughs) Like, a half a fucking mile further. So he walks up to the car, and in front of the car, he finds Lisa's body. Mm, that's awful. Yeah. So, of course, like, not my first thought was, like, all this evidence is now contaminated. And, like... Yeah. I mean, in the 80s, I don't know that they really cared about that stuff, but... Apparently not, because they stopped searching after they exactly. find their wallet. God. Oh, my God. Like, they didn't find the fucking car. Like, a car. <laughs> It's Ugh. a large yeah. metal instrument exactly. with big yeah. rubber tires. Hello. You know. Hello. 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 <laughs> so heartbreaking that he had to find his own sister's body. Yeah. She had been stabbed twice, strangled, and her skull had been crushed <gasps> by rocks. Oh, no. Yeah. I can't imagine, like, my own family finding me like that. No. So police come and they begin to process the scene because Joel did all the legwork. So they get there, and Lisa is face down, 
and there are two large broken rocks next to her body. So whoever did this hit her with so much force that they broke two fucking rocks. That's insane. I know. They dropped them onto her head from a very tall height. And she had wounds on her hands, so she had placed her hands behind her head. Like, if you were doing an earthquake drill, like, you go under the desk, you, like, protect yeah. your neck and your head. Like, so her, there was a ring on her hand that was crushed. That's, like, execution style, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she oh, tried to protect no. herself. There was really no evidence to go off of because everything they found was Lisa's. So the paper, the fingerprints in the car, there were no witnesses because this was like a secluded location. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of stuck. Also in 1985, there was no CODIS. There was no like DNA testing. So although police didn't have a clue as to who did this, her family seemed to think they know. And some weird facts started to emerge about Adam. Oh. And to her family, the case was open and shut. Like, like it was, it was Adam. Adam. Yeah. Okay. So her family starts to think, you know, it was super weird that we only met Adam a handful of times and that when Lisa could come home, Adam would just sit in the car. They weren't sure if that was Lisa leaving him out there or if that was Adam's own choice, but he had never gone in their family home. So the family pushed for police to investigate Adam. Mm-hmm. They always start with the significant other, so this isn't uncommon, but I mean, I'm not sure back then. But the family really pushed for him to be investigated. So Adam's story was that he came home from work at 10.30 p.m. Lisa had been in the apartment all day. Adam had given her the car keys because they only had one car. And she wanted to go into the store to get some chocolate. And girl, I get that. Yeah. I feel that. You go get that chocolate. You get that chocolate, girl, because I've been there on Saturday. I wanted cookies. And I fucking drove to Gelson's at 10 p.m. Because I wanted cookies. (laughs) Do you, girl. God, do you. So, Adam then says he went straight to bed and didn't wake up till 9 a.m. And never knew if Lisa came home or not. Which is like, what? She's in your bed. Exactly. Like, you would, like, wake up at, like, I would wake up at, like, 2 a.m. and be like, why is there no one in bed with me? Exactly. So, I don't know if they had, like, a Lisa, a I Love Lucy situation or what. <laughs> like, maybe they have seven bedrooms. I don't know. But this doesn't sound good. No. And there's no way to prove or disprove his alibi because he was at home alone. Right. So at the time, there's nothing linking him to the crime scene. So they let it go for then. After doing an autopsy, it was discovered she was sexually assaulted. Oh, Poor girl. And to top off the horrible news, she was pregnant at the time of the (gasps) murder. Oh, my God. I know. Which could give some reason why they moved in so soon together. Oh, okay. He didn't really say anything about it. It was more like it was discovered during the autopsy. So maybe it was really like. Really, really early. Yeah. Within like six weeks. Yeah. That either of them knew. Nobody knew. There wasn't really a lot of information on that. Okay. um, Her family had no idea. And now her family fully thought Adam did it because she was pregnant. And that was motive. But police never found a connection between Adam and her murder. In the eyes of the family, they were sure it was him. Well. There were DNA samples recovered from the autopsy, but DNA was not used to solve cases in 1985. But what they did do, one solid thing in this case, they had preserved the sample to make sure that they eventually could compare it once the equipment, like, eventually comes out. Right. They knew that the technology was going to get better. Yeah. So they, they did that. Good for them. They preserved it. So that was good. 
So homicide detectives did the canvas of the neighborhood and the neighbor next door to them told police about a man named Jerry Darnell. Jerry was just around being creepy and walking around only at night. And he had peaced out the day after the murder. Now police need to question him, but he disappeared. Right. So it became a cold case. Lisa's dad believed it would be solved, but Joel and his mom just felt like they needed to come to terms with it not being solved because they can't live their life like that. Well, 22 years later. Holy smokes. Technology finally caught up. So on January 1st of 2007, the case was assigned to Sergeant Albert and reopened. Once he took it out of storage, he realized the DNA was still viable. Woohoo! Yep. And DNA testing had come such a long way that he was able to send it to the lab, and within three to four months, they had gotten a profile. Wow. So they go back to Adam for a DNA sample because they hadn't closed the case on him or taken any DNA from him. And this would prove him either as a suspect or take him out of the pool. And after six weeks, the results came back, and he is not a match to the DNA profile. Okay. Adam went 22 years feeling guilty. He wished he hadn't let her go that night. You just don't think that, like, you're going to go to the store and get chocolate, and that's when it happens. Exactly. You know, like, you don't know to tell them no. No, yeah. And the family felt incredibly guilty for blaming him for 22 years. Whether it was for simply letting her go and blaming him for that or thinking that he did it. They just felt guilty for blaming him all that time. I mean, that's but, like human nature. Yeah, absolutely. Is, like you always in a tragedy like this, you yeah. always find a reason to feel bad and yeah. to blame somebody else for like what happened. Yeah. Even if it's like 1000% accidental freak accident, you still no, are like, sure. no, if she would have done this earlier, if yeah. you wouldn't have asked her to do yeah. that, or if he would have left instead of her. Like, or if you've gone together, or you grabbed the chocolate yeah. on your way home, or if you, you know, there's so many There's what so ifs, many what ifs. But you can't, you can't live like that either. I know. Yeah. So they had put the DNA in CODIS to see if it would get a hit for any other criminals that matched. And they got a hit back from a known offender. And the person was Jimmy Atbury. And Jimmy was in prison in St. Louis, Missouri. He was now 48, and he had been in prison since 1985. Oh, my God. Since the crime happened. What the hell? So. What? Yeah. And guess what he was in there for? Two armed raped cases. <gasps> yeah. Ooh. So he was just about to complete his sentence within weeks. And get this. Another name he used was Jimmy Darnell. Ah! Yeah. The same creepy Jimmy who would only come out at night. Same guy. Detective Albert traveled to Missouri and they started to question him. He confessed to using the name Jimmy Darnell and he said that he had been in Indianapolis, but when he saw a photo of Lisa, he immediately said, I think I need a lawyer. <laughs> so they knew they had him. So as he was finishing his sentence, he was now under arrest for the murder and rape of Lisa Lightfoot. He was extradited back to Indianapolis. So this is what he said happened. Lisa left the apartment at 1030 and he was just waiting outside her apartment. He took her by knife point into the car. He made her park in a concealed area. He stabbed her in the chest, choked her and then raped her. While she was laying helpless, her, 
is when he dropped the rocks on her. <gasps> he went to trial and the judge gave him the opportunity to apologize and he stayed absolutely silent. Jimmy was found guilty of murder and sentenced to 60 years in prison, which I still don't think is enough time. No. But he will have spent almost his entire life living on Earth in a prison. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? That's so crazy. 22 years later. Yeah. Cold cases, like, I don't want to say, like, they're the coolest because, like, that's, like, the worst thing you <laughs> well, can I, say. Yeah. And it's a terrible but cold pun. cold cases that are finally solved that, are just, like, yes. it's so, just, like, because, yeah, these cases that That's are, like, what real closure is. Yeah. And these cases It's not a so breakup old. situation. It's, like, your family needs to know who did it yeah. and that they're, that they're either dead and gone or that they're caught or and going to trial or that they're already in prison. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, that's, that's the best. Yeah. I felt very good for the Lightfoot family. For the, the little Lisa Lightfoots. Oh, man. It's kind of bananas that we were talking about farmers because my story has to deal with a farmer today. If I cut that out, sorry. That's okay. You we talked about farmers earlier. You cut that out, too. <laughs> if it doesn't mesh, just take it out. Just take it out. Because there are farmers in the conversation. And uh, who knows? We don't want to offend anybody Oh, do you want to text Mike? Oh, yes. yes I yes, meshed yes. that too close together. Shit. <laughs> I'll edit that I out. wrote myself a little note and I still ignored it. God, Rachel, it's hot dogs. Literally the worst. Not not just that. They're going to be bacon wrapped. It's like. And he's chopping up some white onion. We got some so, new mustard. I've got a real kick with onions. We don't like onions? No, I like, I'm obsessed. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. going to be like a billion onions. Yeah, All like, nicely, finely diced. Yeah, I don't know what the deal is. They're so good on Like, I just dogs. really love onions right now. I hated them as a child. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I liked them when I was a kid, too. Oh. I always, yeah, I always kind of liked them. Mm. All right. Okay. I called him a dick butt. Have you ever seen a dick butt before? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it made me start singing this song in my head again. <laughs> Tell me your thing, and then I'll it's sing you my stupid, song. Oh, my God. It's this stupid, like internet character it's like an internet meme it literally is a dick butt oh cute (laughs) like it's a dick with a butt with like a dick coming out of his butt it's a dick butt there's this song that i can't stop singing in my head oh yeah okay hold on here we go sing it if you know it Tim doesn't have a butthole, so he can't eat fiber. <laughs> That's I we don't need to laugh at that. Well, we, I mean, if people that don't have buttholes, you've uh, to me, but you can eat fiber, right? <laughs> right, we get it. Yeah, uh, true. Honestly, <laughs> I woke up singing that in my head. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, <laughs> my cousin Tim doesn't have a butthole, so he can't eat fiber. <laughs> We gotta play that for Mike when we go downstairs. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Since he's such a fan of the dick butt, yeah, he'll appreciate it. <laughs> a dick in your butt. Can't eat fiber. <laughs> How you gonna poop when you got a dick for a butt? <laughs> we're gonna go down the YouTube wormhole as soon as we're all done with this with hot dogs, soup, and hot dogs. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Yes. All right. Okay, so accidental deaths happen. They do. What? They do. 
Huh? That just sometimes it happens. Yeah. You're struck by lightning. Yeah. Car accidents. Yeah. Sometimes those are accidental. Sometimes those are just a bunch of dummies. Yeah. But like mostly dummies. Yeah. Darwinism. Darwinism? Yes. That's just like when some when something bad happens to somebody who's doing something stupid, it's just like, yeah. Pokemon you, Go people. You got weeded out. Yeah, like walking in the middle of the road. It's just like, no, fucker. Like you have to look both ways. Like did yeah. you just lose all reason because yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. playing Pokemon Go? Exactly. Step in road. <laughs> Good luck, look everybody else. <laughs> oh my God. They were discovering a lot of dead bodies, though, for a while. True. So that was helpful. Yeah. <laughs> they did. Yeah. They truly did. Yeah. We're going to find some Pokemon Go stories exactly. on here. <laughs> but some quote-unquote accidents are too suspicious to ignore. Mm. Case in point, my true crime story for you today. Ooh. I introduce you to Todd and Amy Mullis. Mullis? Mullis. Mullis. We'll go with that. Yes. They live in Earlville, Iowa. They've been married since 2004, and they have a 13-year-old son together. And the family owns and runs a hog and soybean farm. Mm. So it's lucrative. It's good stuff. It's good money right there. Yeah. Todd is through and through a farmer for life. It is this man's sole identity and purpose in life. Amy, she likes to go fishing, she hunts, and is through and through an outdoorsy girl, so they make a nice match together. Nice. Megan, you guys would not be friends. No, she would I'd make you go on hikes. Match. Never. No. We wouldn't be friends. I wouldn't date her husband. <laughs> Anything to do with that. Stay far away from these people. <laughs> <laughs> she used to work as a registered nurse, but she quit her job to help with the chores in the barn and on the farm. Oh, wow. As you've seen, based off of all of my previous stories, this marriage is falling apart. Maybe it's the smell of the pig feed and the soybeans that never leaves your clothes. Being together 24-7. Right. Oh, God. That's another thing. Maybe it's the fact that the pigs are louder than jet engines. Ugh. Fact via realpigfarming.com. Ooh. Or maybe it's the fact that Amy had an affair back in 2013 that Todd found know. out about. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. That's the one. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> Todd has become, if not increasingly more, dominant and controlling. The paranoia he developed over time due to Amy's infidelity caused him to keep track of her whereabouts when she left the farm for any reason. If she was going to buy toilet paper and popcorn from Walmart, then he needed to know the times that she left and would be back, and she better not deviate. Yikes. So it was pretty crazy. Yeah. When Amy would go out with friends, they would call her Pot, which was short for Prisoner of Todd. Because they knew he was controlling and that he wanted her to do things a certain way. And like they just knew. And there is even one friend who remembered that they were all hanging out as a group when La Macarena was super popular. And they were joking around at the bar and they were all like doing the dance. And Amy just stops and puts her hands down. So the friend looks at Amy and she looks at Todd and Todd is glaring at Amy. Like, he doesn't want her to, like, act that way in public. Oh, like, be silly or whatever. Yeah. So the controlling aspect of their marriage was very obvious to the people around them. Ugh. Amy told her brother, Jeff Fuller, back in August of 2018, that she desperately wants to leave, and she has plans to divorce Todd once and for all. She's unhappy, but she's really scared about what's going to happen to her future. She predicted that Todd will flip out and do something to her if she leaves, and this makes... That, and she makes that point very obvious to her brother that, like, oh. my husband's crazy. If anything yeah. happens to oh, me, gosh. he done it type yeah, of situation. Yeah. 
Amy said that once the crops were out of the ground and on their farm, that she was out skis. I mean, that's like really nice of her to wait (laughs) until the crops were all done and the season was over before she left. I'll be out. I know, right? Like, you owe nothing. I feel her on that, though. Like, I would do that. (laughs) (laughs) I fucking hate you. I'm going to fucking help you. (laughs) But I'll help you till the end of the season. I will help you. (laughs) I'll wait till daylight saving time. (laughs) I believe what prompted this leap of divorce faith was due to the fact that Amy started flirting and sleeping with Jerry Frasher, a man who serviced hog operations on farms in the area, whatever the fuck that means, and he routinely stopped by their farm. I guess that animal feed and livestock chatter was so intense that it got their blood pumping. Or is the only man she's ever seen outside of that farm? <laughs> right? Doesn't go anywhere. She's like, wow, flesh and blood. Amazing. A new, A new man. So they started sleeping together around July. And then in August, that was when she got the big cojones to go like, wow. I'm getting a divorce. Yikes. I'm ready to leave. Wow. Amy allegedly told Jerry, her side piece, that she felt like a hostage in her own home yeah. and she wasn't happy and she just wanted to leave it all behind. She was fearful that if Todd found out about the two of them and the fact that she's cheating again, that he would quote unquote, throw her to the pigs because- <gasps> Pigs are known to kill and eat people that yeah. fall in their pen, especially mm-hmm. if they're hungry. Yeah. Why do you think Dorothy's uncles were so worried to rescue her when she fell in the pen in The <gasps> oh, Wizard of Oz? True. That's I just why. That on my plate home. Oh my gosh. That's why. Because they're like, she yeah. gonna die. <laughs> oh my gosh. I never even realized. That's totally why. Ugh, wow. <clears throat> but truly, if you were that scared about your like your husband doing something damaging enough as yeah. like making you disappear by throwing you to the pigs. Like, wouldn't you get a divorce and not act out on that whole side piece relationship business? No? Seems like a no. Yeah. (laughs) From what you're saying, it's pretty much a hard fact. It's a no. It's a no. (laughs) I myself, yes. Yeah. (laughs) I also would never be in this situation. True. I don't like farms. No. (laughs) (laughs) You won't find me in Iowa. I will not be on a farm. No. There will be no side pieces. No. No. Just no. no. Just say no to side pieces, guys. Say no to drugs and no to side pieces. We'll say perhaps to drugs. Yes to drugs. <laughs> say yes to drug and no to side pieces. And no to side pieces. And no to I- farms. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I was probably chill. <laughs> Farming, on the other hand. I mean, unless you're on that dating app for <gasps> farmers specific. Farmers only. Farmers only. That's the name of it. Gotta be the only farmer. (laughs) Only you. That's right. They're out there. Well, Todd found out about the affair in October of 2018. Okay. Her cat's out of the bag. Wow. Apparently, it's all over. This is her second affair. Yes. Okay. Different guy. Different guy. Wow. So, but I mean, she's unhappy. But it's just like "Mm, you probably shouldn't be like putting yourself in these situations. It's just rough. But I feel like he, the well, other person was job. like, I know. Like, and like the other person may have like helped her like, okay, yes, there is hope for me. Yeah. I'm not going to lose everything yeah. once I get divorced. Like everything's going to yeah. be fine. You yeah. kind of get reassurance from somebody yeah. else yeah. that's not in your situation. Yeah. That's Ugh. the only way I could I know. think about it. Yeah. Well, 
Todd found out because his phone bill fucking skyrocketed. Ugh, and he probably long fucking distance out there. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> Iowa farmland? Yeah. Probably. He found over 100 texts between Amy and a random number that turned out to be Mr. Hog Operations himself, oh, Jerry God. Frasher. So Jerry tells Todd that the texts are all about farm business and pig showing. And Amy said the same thing. So Todd's like, fine. He didn't ask to read any of the messages. They were probably mm. all deleted anyway. Yeah. Um, but even with his suspicions, he apologized two days later. And oh. he asked the two of them to stop texting. Like he told Jerry, like, don't text my wife. And he's like, all right, I got it. So mm. now Todd is in a tough spot. He's got a wife that won't stop sleeping with men on his hands. <laughs> she wants to end their 14-year marriage with a divorce. Yeah. And with that, he'd potentially lose half of his land and potential millions because they make a lot of money. The oh, farm's shit. pretty big. Like, they're nice and lucrative. Like, hmm. it's good. He put his whole entire life in that farm. Like, he is through and through yeah. a farmer. He is king soybean hogman of his palace. Like, he... I get that it. That is his pride and joy. I get it. I've been there. He's not going to give up that easily on this. And with court documents... It says that he told Amy's stepmom that he was not going to lose the farm over this. Like, it's just not happening. Like, over my dead body sort of thing. Mm. November 10th, 2018, and something isn't right. While the family is completing their chores, the Mullis' son walks into the barn and finds his mom laying on the ground with a corn rake sticking out of her back. He calls for help from his dad, who shows up rather quickly to find his son and his wife in the barn. Todd removes the corn rake. He picks her up and puts her in his truck, and he drives to the hospital, calling 911 on the way. An ambulance meets them halfway, so that way they could get her in the ambulance, start working on her to try to save her, Uh and they rush her to the hospital, but she is declared dead once they reach the hospital. Wow. Todd made this freak accident story that she fell on the rake while she was completing the chores. And he hoped that that would just get people off of his back. Yeah. They would feel sorry for him and they would give him prayers instead of asking him questions. Yeah. The coroner's office only needed two days to determine the death of Amy was a homicide. (gasps) The corn rake that Amy quote unquote fell on has four spikes. Amy has a total of six puncture wounds on her body, including injuries on her hands, knees, and face. Oh, But boy. six puncture wounds? She couldn't have possibly fallen and accomplished six deep injuries to herself. Yeah. She was impaled on purpose. Mm-hmm. Two of the six puncture wounds were at an upward angle, and the other four were at a downward angle, proving that the corn rake hit her at least twice. Wow. Todd's computer and phone were seized, and wouldn't you guess it, this guy has some odd odd findings on there. Oh, jeez. On his phone, he texted a friend, quote, you really need to watch what you say and what you text on your phone because it could come back and bite you. And when the friend asked what he meant, Todd said, oh, well, you know, if you write something like, I wish you were dead, or it would be so easy to have you killed or have you dead. Like, who the... Who the fuck says that in, like, casual passing in a text message? On his computer, he Googled organs in the body, killing unfaithful women, and the best one. So specific. (laughs) This is the most specific one. What happened to cheating spouses in historic Aztec tribes? What? 
If you must know, I will tell you what happens <laughs> to the cheating spouses and historic Aztec tribes. <laughs> but what? Of yeah, yeah, for real. That was one of his Google searches. But like, what? <laughs> I girl, I don't know. Who's this guy? <laughs> so the man obviously has a very lenient punishment, and it only counts if he is having an adulterous affair with a married woman. If she's single, it doesn't matter. He can sleep with her on the side. No, no biggie. If they find out about it, stop. But he's only punished if the woman's married. And then his punishment is up to the husband. If the woman is caught cheating, she's guilty no matter what. And she fucking gets strangled to death. Like, right on the spot. What? Yeah. If a dude and a woman are caught in the act, they both would be stoned to death. Or the dude would be brought to the husband, and the husband can either kill him or forgive him and let him live. But the wife, no matter what, she's getting strangled to death. Ugh, ain't that yeah. still how it goes? So, yeah. So that's what they do in a nutshell. Well, that's what they did in a nutshell. So is this going to be, like, his way of, like, living for the rest of his life? And, like, <laughs> she cheated, so, like, so that, she deserves it. It's his it. validation. This is, yeah. Yeah. So the way Todd read it was, impale her with a primitive object like a corn rake. Dude, so based off of the shit marriage, the evidence of her having six puncture wounds, Uh the anger towards Amy resulting in his Google searches, Todd was arrested for his wife's murder in February of 2019, and he was found guilty of first-degree murder for the killing of Amy, and in Iowa, that is a mandatory life sentence without (gasps) the possibility of parole. Fuck yeah. So bye, Todd. See you never. Oh, my gosh. He was so fucked up. I think he was sentenced in September of this year. Wow. Yeah. Or, like, convicted September of this year after his arrest in February. Oh, my God. Isn't that nuts? Yes. Like, what the hell? Oh, my God. Oh, I couldn't imagine just, like, somebody coming up behind you and just, like... Yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's so scary. I'll have pictures of, like, the corn rake used as evidence Uh, in the courtroom. Yeah. Wow. Oh, there was somebody, I don't think we know who she is. Oh, on her Instagram? Um, on her Instagram, Ew. who is just so sweet. She sent us pictures of the haunted house that they did. <gasps> Girl, oh my gosh. You have to look at these. I mean, I hope she knows that it was me responding. I think she does. Because I said, I'll have to tell my husband. <laughs> oh. So cool. So <gasps> Videos? She... Wait, I am. Oh my God. So yeah, we got a message from Boxhead22. She said, listening to your Halloween episode, and I figured you may enjoy this. We decorate our garage every Halloween in our neighborhood, and this year we did a butcher shop. You guys. She's not kidding when she says it turned out awesome. so good. It's so good, isn't it? And she sent videos. Oh my gosh. Ooh, there's a little piggy, man. Oh my gosh. (gasps) Perfect for your story. It's just so cool. Dude, that's fucking awesome. I, I should, like, ask her if we could, like, feature yeah, some of those her. pictures. Yeah, ask her, and then we can post them so everyone can see. That's so cool. Right? Oh, girl, thank you so much for sending that to us. That's awesome. Thank you. We do love that stuff. <laughs> exactly. We did want to see it. How did you know? <laughs> that's awesome. Goals. Like, future goals for me. Truly. To do this house. Oh my gosh, your garage is so big too. We gotta do it. I gotta do it. That'd be so fun. 
the one house that we went trick-or-treating at, sorry, back on Halloween. Gosh, guys, we can't escape it. It was seriously the coolest house. Like they had um, like purple, they had purple lights like all over their yard, like <gasps> shining on all their like cool little art mm-hmm. decorations that they have out there. They had this giant like pumpkin king skeleton dude like hanging over the roof that you had to like go underneath to go and like say trick-or-treat or or whatever yeah they had their front doors both open and the whole thing looked like a fucking like the vampire lestat's like own piece of heaven in his house they had like velvet chairs and all these ropes and all these books and candelabras and like all these curtains hanging and it was like very elaborate very cool. I was like, this is the coolest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. You have to live in that house. Like, I would live in that house. <laughs> it's like you decorate it for Halloween, but then you just have to live around. Like, I feel like they moved their furniture and like specifically yeah, yeah, set yeah, it yeah, up exactly, for the trick or treaters. Yeah. But like, oh my god, it was so cool. That's awesome. That's cool <sighs> to have like a tradition like that. I'm learning so much living here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh my god. Yeah, how much oh. you need to change your Halloween traditions? I really you. do. It was oh my god, that was too cool. But yeah, I'll I'll if she says it's cool, I'll put those on there as like a fun little post as yeah to see those decorations because that's, so, that's cool. so cool. That's so that's rad. Awesome. And if you guys, if you guys do cool shit, cool Halloween yeah. shit, I think I took like a picture or a video of oh, yeah, my front yard decorations, so I'll post picture. that. But yeah, I'll do All it. Right. I'll do it. I'm gonna do it. We'll do it, guys. I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. We have hot dogs waiting for us. And uh, daylight saving is uh, making it feel like it's 2 in the morning. So, <laughs> uh, Basically, yes. So don't forget to follow us on our Instagram account at no Thank you Next Podcast, And don't forget to go to iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, and rate and review us because we love that company morale. We do. We do. We so do, do it, guys. Do it. Do it. Do it. Tell your friends. Listen in. Yeah, go tell your friends, dude. Yeah, What's dude. Up? We're not stopping anytime soon. Yeah, dude. What's episode 38? Yeah, dude. Okay, dude. Okay, dudes. My hair's tickling me. Oh, no. Oh, that's the worst. I know, it's like a tiny hair. Anyways, you guys don't care. We'll see you, <laughs> next-, <laughs> we'll see you next week for another horrible story. Bye. Bye.